Good morning, I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go, and here are your top stories. Developing this morning, a massive new sports complex could be coming to Charlotte. City leaders considering a proposal to build a $400 million tennis facility in the future River District. Wake Up Charlotte's Tradisha Woodard joins us now. Tradisha, officials promising the facility could bring more than half a million people to the Queen City every year. That's right, Sarah, and with more foot traffic, that also comes with an economic boost with developers estimating an additional $300 million being brought to the local economy. Charlotte City leaders are discussing a proposed $400 million development that would bring a major tennis facility to the River District and West Charlotte. A big opportunity and a big price tag. Project Breakpoint includes four tennis stadiums with seating capacities that range up to 14,000 seats. Developers say the project would have more than 40 total tennis courts, an amphitheater for outdoor concerts, and a pickleball venue, bringing more than 300 million people here to the Charlotte area. Along with the crowds, they say the project would also have a huge economic impact and bring thousands of jobs to the area. I just think it's an amazing opportunity that uh, we should give full consideration. Now, if this project gets the green light, city leaders or developers rather are hoping to host the first tournament here in Charlotte in August of 2026. Reporting live for Wake Up Charlotte, I'm Tradisha Woodard. All right, Tradisha, thank you. Time now 504 to need more of today's top stories in your morning rush. New overnight, more security expected at Julius Chambers High School today. It's all because of a threat of a possible shooting at the school. CMS not detailing the exact threat. WCNC Charlotte working to get more information about what this means for students and how the district is responding. This morning, the man accused of shooting another driver in an alleged road rage incident is expected in court. Cornelius police say 24-year-old Caden Ellis shot at another driver, then left the scene. It happened yesterday near West Catawba Avenue and Westmoreland Road. Officials say this was an isolated incident. Ellis is now facing assault charges. Today, Concord City leaders considering providing more funding to help build a more affordable housing. They're looking to up their allocation to help convert the old Coleman Mills into 150 homes. City Council first approved funding back in 2020, but COVID delays largely put the project on hold. Now city officials hope providing more than $700,000 could help the project restart. A new public beach set to come to Lake Norman. Lincoln County officials tell WCNC Charlotte the new Sandy Shore will come to Beatty's Ford Park. Plans will transform a rocky shoreline into an area with a fishing pier, concession stand, and additional parking. Construction on the new beach set to start this summer. It's still unclear when the beach could open up. And that's it for your morning rush. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. Welcome to Wake Up Charlotte. Go happy Thursday, everybody. Free Friday. That's right, Friday Eve. <laughs> um, this morning we we're talking about um, moms and how they juggle it all mm. and, and 
also the cost of it all as well when it comes to child care. So we want to know this morning for the parents out there, it doesn't have to be parents too, grandparents, aunts, uncles, if, if you're in the loop as well. It takes a village. It takes a village. <laughs> um, how do you juggle child care? How do you afford it? Because uh, as we talked about this morning on the broadcast, some parents either add a job, take away a job because it's, it's, it's so prohibitively expensive. expensive. It's almost like paying for college now yeah, to pay for daycare. But Kia, you have some stats and then we're going to chat about it some more. Yeah, so we've been breaking down some information coming from Wallet Hub, which is a personal finance site. And they were taking a look, a closer look rather, at women in the workforce. So while making up nearly half of workers across the country, and on top of that, 73% of moms working last year, women still getting paid less than men. And that's just one of the disparities creating this uphill battle at work. It's why Wallet Hub made a list of best and worst states for working moms. And the Carolinas are not doing too hot. North Carolina ranks 39 on this list, which already is not great. But South Carolina is coming in at 50. Oof. The only state working worse was Louisiana. Washington, D.C. is included in the list, uh, though, guys. That's why we have 51 total. So for how researchers are coming up with this list, they compared a couple of different factors like wages, parental leave, public schools, and the most important, child care costs. So analysts put up a $122 billion price tag on what some are calling the child care crisis. And those informa that information comes from Ready Nation. They're saying the economic burden is costing parents about 5500 bucks a year. And that can come from a couple of different sources. That could be paying for daycare and babysitters, lost wages due to being late for work, or even having to give up a job because of insufficient child care. So during the morning show, we were asking folks, what is the most that they've paid for childcare? I mean, that $5,500, that, that was a little too low. That's some low. people were yeah. responding yeah. and saying like tens of thousands. So we're relatively new to this. Um, so Kim's a rock star. She works from home. So that's why pretty much afternoon, I rush back uh, yeah. trying to take over the second half. But no, she's working uh, through the morning, mm -hmm. taking meetings. Luckily, JT is awesome. But we're still on the wait list trying to even oh get childcare. So it's not even that. Like, even if you want it, you uh -huh. have to plan in advance so if, even if you're thinking about having a kid get on a wait list because it's taking that long but so the, you're on the wait list to pay an exorbitant amount yeah. of money too and okay. we're probably not gonna <laughs> yeah. do it because the one that we were gonna go to did the factoring and 18,000 a year yeah we got oh. some comments this morning yeah. and yes. uh, one uh, mom writing in saying it's uh, about 35 grand annually right, right. Um, and I mean if you think if, if people have multiple children I know so many people that um, moms especially that wanted to keep their job but ended up staying home with the kids because they weren't making enough and it was just too expensive to send them to childcare. And it's, it's, I feel like it's so hard for, for moms in, in this day and age. I mean, some businesses are great, but others, it's like not only paying for childcare, but trying to be flexible. If you do have a mom on mm -hmm. staff, if you get a sick call from the school, if you're asking employees to do stuff outside of work hours, then for that employee, they're having so to, your budget. Yeah, you're having right. to pay for a babysitter. Yeah, if they if well. you need them to stay late, come in on the weekend, yeah. well, you're having to pay to have someone come watch your child or children. And so we need to make it easier to keep moms on staff and keep them as employees. Because, you know, research shows they're, they can multitask, mm -hmm. they can oh, juggle man. things. We'll work hard for you, but you got to, yeah. you know, meet us in the middle sometimes. I think that's where that wage gap comes in, too, because when I mean, we're habitually seeing that women, at least as far as average hourly wage, wage they're making about 82% of what men are making. So parents, if you have a dual income household and a tradition, I don't want to say traditional, a household where, you know, you have your mom and your dad, if the dad is making more, 
well, then who's going to be stuck sitting at home totally. from work? Totally. Women. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I want to go back to that second comment that we had posted up, Cody, just a second ago. Yes. Um, because it, it's also so telling. I worked night shift for years, so we didn't have to pay for child care. Three kids cost me a loss of sleep, but it was mm -hmm. worth it in the mm -hmm. end. Kids and I took two naps daily. It shouldn't have to be that hard. Right. Well, and that's kind of the situation. You know, I was working nights. Mm -hmm. I moved to mornings so that we didn't have to pay for after school programming. Definitely, I wanted to be more present for my kids. Yeah. Uh, the kids get out of school at 2 o'clock. You go pick them up, get in the line at 1.30, you know, and that's how it is for elementary. Middle school gets out a little later, high school after that. Um, but, yeah, you're, you, people, parents sacrifice a lot for their kids, whether it's money or sleep or whatever, yeah. because we do want to be present and you, you don't want to just pay to yeah. send them to an after school program where you're like not with them at all. I asked my grandfather years ago, because back in the day they had 10 kids, 11, 12. Yeah. And he and he said he, he was being very serious. He said, I can tell you, you know, the joking reason we did. But he said, in reality, it's because kids could take care Yes. Oh, right. Right. So the older mm -hmm. kids took care of the younger mm -hmm. ones. So because back in those days, the mother would look at all she had to do. Yeah. A, a lot more yeah. than today. You didn't have washing machines and, and dryers. Yeah. It was all by hand. So yes. you needed the help of all those kids. He said, "Well, that's one reason you had yeah. a lot of kids because <laughs> yeah. they worked." No, yes. That's, yeah. Yes. That's true. Yeah. It's not just looking after the kid. There's the bottles to clean, and there's the laundry. There's everything like that. And so the again, to cook. Yeah. Kim, you were amazing. I, 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 I don't know truly because. So men are pretty much one track mind. Yeah. How women can do so many things at once and handle it and keep the composure. It's 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 amazing. Uh, yeah. so, uh, we have or get a lot of comments. Oh, yeah. um, Melissa saying eight years ago when both my kids were in daycare, I paid four hundred a week. Um, Hank saying same situation as Chris. My wife works from home. She watches our son before his shift. I take care of him as soon as I get home until bedtime. Um, <clears throat> Melissa saying I was fortunate that I could handle the daycare costs, but it's no joke. Uh, Sandra saying you have to include child care as a priority in your bills, just like any other expense. And so, yeah, this is going to what I was saying. Parents, you can't always drive the car you want or get the newest right. phone or Absolutely. electronics. Like all your money um, it is, uh, is going to child care and to take care of your kids, which, you know, comes with. Being a parent, we know yeah. that, you know. And That's like why we celebrate Mother's Day. Yes. <laughs> this Sunday. You need two Mother's Day. Yes. Well, and that's the biggest problem yeah. is you can factor in maybe a few thousand a year, but when you're talking about an extra ten to 20000 mm -hmm. you can't cut some things 30s, out. Also, yeah. on top of that, with inflation, how much more we're spending on groceries compared to a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. How much gas has come up. So it, it's almost unlivable at that point that there's a lot of circumstances that you have to pivot and kind of put yourself in tough situations. But also just hearing from, from the parents I know that, that do this, I, they, put, they spend all this money, $20,000, $30,000 for childcare, and they don't always seem that thrilled with, with uh -huh. the result. Like, you know, yep. they're not yeah. always super excited about, like, sort of the, the, the actual quality of their care they're getting. Sometimes it could be questionable. Yeah. yeah. Some, and, and so it's like, well, you're, wow, you're paying all that money, and then you're not even you all that for? satisfied. Well, because those people are underpaid as well. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's, it's quite the vicious cycle exactly. all around. Have you heard the what newest population control method? <laughs> you start thinking about this. People yeah. may not have kids yeah. because they realize how yeah. expensive it's the already happening. Is. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, we're really happy with our kids yeah. and where they've been in daycare. But I will say, like Chris said, with his wait list, those that are good, where they are yeah. happy, there's a long wait list. Totally. I mean, oh, yeah. you almost got to get on it as soon as your child is born, you know. And if you want them 
on, you know, at, when do they take out your son? Six months, eight months, ours? It just depends on like which daycare you're looking yeah. at. But if it's like that, you almost have to get on the list even before the child yeah. is born. We did it right oh when he was goodness. born and JT's <laughs> now 10 months. And yeah. we still have not heard from him and we're still way down that list. So That's just insane. put that in perspective. It's so crazy. sometimes parents that yeah. don't have an option, they just have to put them in the daycare that they can get in. Yeah. And yeah, right. sometimes you aren't have it's not your first choice. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Happy Mother's Day. So again, treat your mother. Yes. That's right. That's right. All right, folks, weigh in. Let us know what you think. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a Friday edition of Wake Up Charlotte to Go. Bye everybody.